What's up and welcome to the Anti-Hustle Social Selling Podcast. I'm Andrea Clark, former family therapist turned network marketing leader and coach. I'm an attraction marketing expert, a top earner, and a mindset queen. I built my influence and business to the top using proven social media strategies and modern duplicatable systems, and I'm obsessed with helping you do the same. If you want to have true time leverage, boundaries, and fun in your business while rocking an abundance mindset, tune in each week for interviews, tips, and strategies that will help you trade hustling your face off for duplication, ease, and flow while still crushing every single one of your goals. So let's dive right in. What's up, anti-hustlers? I am super excited for this guest episode with an incredible online business manager for network marketers. Whitney is a wife and mom of two living in Kansas City, and she's passionate about helping leaders in network marketing create systems and strategies in their business to get them further, faster. In the lifetime of her business, about four years to be exact, she helped numerous leaders take back their power and step more into the leadership and mentoring side of their business that they desire. With her support, her clients have found the ability to take on additional duties and grow their businesses because they're no longer managing so many different aspects. Getting out of management and stepping more into leadership, she says, opens the door to growth and possibilities. And I am so excited for you guys to meet her today. She's very smart and she understands our industry very well. And we're going to be talking about the five systems every network marketer needs in order to scale their business. So let's get into the episode. What's up, anti-hustlers? I'm super duper excited to be here with um, Whitney, who we just recently met online. And that is something that I love about social media is you can make some incredible connections pretty quickly and then have great collaborations together. So I'm really excited, you guys, to have Whitney here um, to share some value for you so you can really smash the rest of Q4. Whitney, thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. This is awesome. Absolutely. Okay, so before we dive into the to the five systems that you're going to talk about today, can you share a little bit about who you are and why you are passionate about helping network marketers and how did you become um, an online business manager? Sure. There's a long version and there's a condensed version. So I'll go with the condensed version. Um, so I started my my online business um, in 2019 after a eight or nine year stint working in the corporate marketing world. I, you know, I just got into this place of kind of really, I say I wasn't fulfilled at work. Like, honestly, that was the big catalyst for why I started my own business. I wasn't feeling fulfilled. Money was honestly like secondary to just like this feeling of fulfillment. I'm somebody who's very, I'm an Enneagram one. Like I'm very self-motivated, very disciplined, but like I have to feel this fulfillment and this worthiness in like what I'm doing and just thinking about spending 30 years in a corporate job and, and not feeling fulfilled, honestly, was like enough to, (laughs) to motivate me to make a change. Right. So, uh, stumbled upon this world of virtual assistants online, you know, the online service provider world in 2019 and dove headfirst. I was like, this is the answer. This is what I'm looking for. I want the freedom. I want the time flexibility. Um, I had a, two-year-old daughter at the time, just like so many things that was like, yes, this is it. So I dove head first, started as sort of like that general virtual assistant as a lot of people in my industry do. 
Um, and I started right before, right before the pandemic. So honestly, it was really good timing. And 2020 came along and I started working with some top leaders in the industry. Honestly, I did not go searching for these people. They had found me in a mutual Facebook group. And I just really started getting super ingrained in their businesses, just loving everything I did for them, loving these people, loving how driven they were. We had similar, you know, origin stories of like why we started our businesses. And so there was a lot of really strong parallels. And towards the end of 2020, I started working with a coach. I was like, you know, more committed than ever. I had had a baby in 2020. And so I was like, I'm really ready to kick things up a notch. Mm -hmm. And so working with my coach, I really uncovered this, this um, desire and this love to kind of like go all in on this industry. And so, yeah, by the end of 2020, I was like, I'm solely focused on the network marketing industry. I just, I want to capitalize on this. I had found that there was a huge need, a really big gap in the market for support for network marketers. And so that was kind of where it all started. And from there, I've really blossomed into, um, you know, kind of virtual assistant for network marketers to this online business manager role. So really like taking it up a notch, becoming more of that, what I'll say is like a strategic partner, helping not only just take tasks off of my clients' plates, but helping them strategize, helping them see things from, you know, bird's eye view, mm-hmm. doing deep dives, doing all the things. So that's kind of the backstory and the origin story of what has led me to where I am today. And I absolutely love it. And I can honestly say like, this is super fulfilling work for me and I couldn't be happier. I love that. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Can you tell us a little bit more about a, the difference between a virtual virtual assistant, like more, you know, in the weeds on the day to day between a VA and a online business manager specifically for network marketers. Like what does that look like? Yeah. A lot of people are curious about that too. You know, from my end, because I've held both roles and this isn't like to knock virtual assistants, but like I I work with a virtual assistant, so she's very valuable to me, but typically a VA is not going to be specialized. Um, Some are, but like speaking generally, most virtual assistants aren't specialized like I am. So they often have a myriad of different clients working in various different industries, whereas OBMs are typically going to be very specialized and they're going to focus in on one, one industry. You know, they're not like, like I kind of said, I'm that strategic partner. So I really like to have a front row seat to help my clients strategize on certain things. You know, I take a lot of pride in the fact that my clients come to me with new ideas or bouncing ideas off of me. Not that they wouldn't with a virtual assistant, but I can really come um, with the expertise and say, you know, let's try this, or that might not be a great idea at this point, this, that, and the, the other. So really like taking that strategic partnership role, um, again, coupled with the expertise. I think I've worked with 15 or 16 different um, people from different companies. So there's a lot of like crossover of idea sharing that I can bring to the table. Mm-hmm. Um, I love doing, I can bring a lot of, you know, what's working for this client could also work with this client. Um, you know, it's not just a, it's not just a role that you pass task off. Like you might with a VA, I'm like, here are my to do's you do it over. I really take it, take it to the next level, take a kind of zoom out and see how does this fit in and align with overall goals and that type of thing. So that's awesome. So what's one thing that you've been able to implement with one of your clients that you guys have seen, seen a lot of ROI on? Yeah, I actually I have an email going on about this tomorrow. But um, I had a client come to me in, was it May? 
had a big surge at the beginning of summer, which was funny. But I had one of those clients. She came to me in May and she was like, I am, I'm at a point in my business where I'm just so in the weeds. I know that I want to serve my my customers better, but I don't have the bandwidth. I don't know what to do. Like I don't, I don't, I have ideas. I just don't know how to implement it and I need help. And so we started working together in June. And the first priority of hers was to really set up her email marketing more strategically. So that looked like setting up some um, specialized, unique workflows for her particular customer. I'll call them like buckets, different kinds of customers getting different emails from her. So setting up specialized workflows. Uh, We started a monthly newsletter for her, something that had been on her to-do list forever that just hadn't gotten off the ground. We started using Project Broadcast for her, the texting platform coupled with the workflows to really complement each other. And so that was what, four or five months ago. And she said, um, she sent me a Voxer message actually a couple of weeks ago. And she's like, I was actually just like reviewing my numbers. And I actually am making like, I paid for you and then some, because I of all these workflows that we set up, I'm seeing, you know, more people are booking, more people are buying. Um, so that's just a small example of like how, first of all, the power of email marketing and to just the, the power of customer care and getting, you know, things set up and strategized and simplified, streamlined for her, in her case, customer care. So that was really cool to see. That is really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, let's talk about, you said that there's five systems. You know, anybody who listens knows I talk about systems all the time. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Um, and so the, the reason why I've been able to scale my business and travel, you know, every two to three months is because I have systems. And so I'm curious to know what the five systems are that are going to help um, a network marketer scale their business. Yeah, totally. And especially this time of year, as we get into the craziness of the holidays and into the new year, I think they're more important than ever. I mean, they're always important, but like, especially this time of year, it hits it hits home for me. So as an OBM, as I said, like my biggest role is really helping leaders get out of management more into the leadership roles. And um, a lot of people, you know, that I come across build really fast. They get to this place where they're like, I'm seeing a lot of success, but like, oh, I don't have any like structure and my business is kind of a mess. And I feel like I've gotten too far ahead out, or out over my skis and we're kind of like backpedaling a little bit. So anyway, all of my clients really want to be more in those leader roles. And that's where, because that's where growth can happen faster. And so there are certain systems, I believe, that um, are required. So the first one, I'll kind of like run through my list. The first one, probably the most obvious is social media. Social media is the lifeblood, arguably, <laughs> for any network marketing business. And, you know, I think in a perfect world, you want, what do you want? You want new customers coming to your door. You want people knocking down your door to learn about your your opportunity. You want people to new eyeballs coming into your world. And it's amazing to me how how often I see people just kind of flying by the seat of their pants, relying on inspiration or motivation to run their social media. And to me, that's such a missed kind of opportunity to really be more proactive when it comes to your your social media and your marketing. I know the same the same cases for me. If I am not if I'm not marketing consistently, then it it shows like in, in my business. And so I think it's no different with network marketing. And I should say too, like developing a system for social media, let's say is you can have the fanciest or the simplest or the best system set up. But if you're not truly believing in 
what you are putting out there or what your offer is, then it's like all for nothing. I've had several experiences of working with people who we set up the, we set up the system, we get them rocking and rolling. And it's like, there's not belief in what they're doing. And it's like, okay, well, <laughs> it's kind of, you know, that's 50% of the, the deal here. So. Through your content. Totally. Totally. Mm-hmm. So um, just to mention that, but you know, it doesn't have to be this complicated thing. It, it's, it can be picking a schedule, honestly, like start there, pick a schedule, stick to it, find out what's manageable for you. I don't care about the people who are saying post five reels a day and you know, all this, that, and the other. I mean, that's great, but it's not realistic for a lot of people. So create mm-hmm. a schedule that works for you. And, you know, honestly, like batching is the biggest thing I can tell you. Fridays for me are my batching days, my CEO days. Um, that's where I schedule out my content for the week. Um, that's what I do for a lot of my clients. It's like Fridays are the days to plan for the week ahead. Some people like to do it months, a whole month at a time. I think week week by week is more realistic. Mm-hmm. But even before that, before you even pick a schedule and, and pick a schedule, stick to it, determine your content, but also determine what you want to sell. And that's where I think the weekly batching comes into play. It's like, okay, where do I want to push my audience? What do I want to promote the most? Is there a special promotion this week? Is there something else, you know, going on and figuring that out and then backing out from there, reverse engineering your content to support your offer is really what what it all boils down to. Looking at your analytics, I think is very underutilized. People don't look at their analytics enough to see what people are really resonating with the most. Using that is so powerful. Um, And again, that kind of goes with the next point of like repurposing, like, oh my gosh, people are not repurposing their content enough, not only for like the ease of creating content, but because you have to repeat yourself. Like you always have to, what is it? Like seven people have to see something an average of seven times before they really you mm-hmm. know, acknowledge it or, or take action on something. So repurposing is huge. Focusing on your brand, really focusing on building your brand. Your feed should not look like a billboard. I mean, I think that goes without saying is really focusing on, on building your, um, your personal brand on social media. So yeah, social media, number one, essential system for sure. And I'm going to have a freebie at the end of this to help a little bit with this um, in terms of social media and planning and all that. So awesome. yeah. Um, the second one I wanted to touch on was Legion and this kind of goes hand in hand with social media, but obviously people want to get new eyeballs on their stuff. They want new people coming into their world consistently. Um, but again, spaghetti throwing tactics aren't necessarily going to yield the results that we want waiting and wishing for people to, to come around just doesn't quite work. Um, so I, strongly believe in having intentional time, intentional processes when it comes to lead gen. And, you know, lead gen always comes back to relationship building is, as we all know, it's all about building the relationships. So, you know, one easy system to implement here is just 15 minutes a day of intentional time, 15 minutes a day of, of looking at ideal clients, connecting with new people, anyone that you come across, an easy thing to do is to save them to a folder. I do that for, for my own business as I save them to a, to a prospecting folder. When I have 15 minutes to, you know, intentionally engage, I can go back to that folder, check in on those people, build the rapport. And that is, that's like a simple little process that can be followed for sure. Next one is team support. So obviously if you've had success in this industry, you've probably built some sort of team of some, of some substantial size. Um, you know, we know that adding new team members is always important, but you also can't forget about 
retention and you want to keep people sticking around because happy people, happy people stick around and retaining people is a heck of a lot easier than, than finding new ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, really figuring out what, what keeps your people around. It's people that feel valued, people that feel celebrated, that feel led. Um, so having a system around things like shout outs, keeping them informed, making sure they're consistently getting value added, value added type content and, you know, figuring out what they value most and really capitalizing on that. So it's a matter of really deciding how you're going to continually show them, you know, how you're a leader, how you're stepping up and how you're celebrating and making them feel valued. One of my favorite platforms for support and also customer support, which I'll touch on next is project broadcast. I work a lot in project broadcast for clients um, with their with their team support, consistent shout outs, consistent congratulatory messages, um, informing them. So making sure they're always in the loop. And that's become a really good um, system for my clients is, is project broadcast. So I love yeah, it. we use project broadcast for um, our sales funnels. Yeah, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so like I said, customer support kind of goes hand in hand with, with team and that you want people to stick around retention, right? Same piece, follow-ups, consistent nurturing, adding value, you know, obviously people buy from people that they know, like, and trust. So if you're only showing up when there's a sale or showing up at the end of the month, knocking on their door, like that's not, that's not ideal. Um, and a simple, a simple customer support system could be setting aside a day a week for follow-ups, or it could be fancy, like you said, sales sequences or in project mm-hmm. broadcast um, funnels. But it's truly, I believe, about adding the value, making people feel important, you know, figuring out what's going to keep them buying because they're buying from you. They're they're not buying from the rep down the street. They're buying from you. And there's a reason for that. So really capitalizing on why, what's going to keep them sticking around. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, my personal favorite is email marketing. So I feel like I've been doing this more and more lately and I love it. I love it because it's such a powerful, such a powerful tool to share, I think, more about you and more, more about your personal brand. I say, you know, it's, it's so helpful in building that personal brand, deepening the trust um, because you have so much to share. I believe everybody has so much to share, not just about products, not just about your opportunity it's an awesome way to stay top of mind for your team, your customers, anybody new that's coming into your world. And again, it, it deepens that trust. But I know for those that that you know don't do email marketing, it can be really daunting. Um, most of my clients do. Some of them don't yet, but they want to get into it. And so it's like, where do we start? And I always say, like, start small. You can really do so many things, but starting small, um, using it as a way, for instance, to build trust with with customers, asking them possibly what they would want to see more of from you, um, because chances are they there's probably something that they love about you that you could share more on. Um, so maybe that could turn into a monthly newsletter. That's something small that would be doable. Mm-hmm. Um, creating a freebie, obviously, creating a freebie that goes along with with your personal brand. If you're really into meal prepping or cooking, like creating a downloadable file, it gets people on your list. It builds the trust. And you can see where this leads, like it all, it all interacts and all uh, kind of works as a beautiful ecosystem for um, nurturing and retaining and getting people to continually buy from you. So email marketing is a really, really, really strong one that I believe in. So that's it. Um, Unless you want me to expand on any of those and any more. No, I think that's awesome. And for those listening in um, or currently watching, 
pretty much every single system that she just shared, we have a version of that on our team. And I'm sharing that because I want you to know that it works. <laughs> so the things that she's advising are really important. Like as you're growing your business and you want to scale it, right? You want to be able to double, triple, quadruple it without putting in 60, 80 hours a week to do that. You have to have systems and you have to have, you know, several different systems. Yep. And if the idea of that is overwhelming to you, hire somebody to help you. It's worth the ROI on it, right? There's certain things that are not my wheelhouse. And I hire people to help me either do it for me or consult on it with me or, and and then do it for me or whatever, because you'll earn that money back. And then some, it's like, think about how much money you're leaving on the table and time you can't get back because you're trying to do all these things in such a disjointed way. And you're in your business, not working on your business, right? This is just something I'm really, I'm really passionate about. It was kind of crazy that you reached out to me and asked me to do a pot. Like if I took a podcast, <laughs> guess, um, because like, t- like I literally talk about this stuff all the time. Yeah. I love it. Um, okay. So do you have, you, you have a gift for the audience, right? Yes. Yes. Tell us about it. Yeah. It's a 30 day, um, 30 day content calendar. It's actually one I've had around for quite a bit. Is it nine or 10 pages? I think it's 10 pages, but it has 30 days of content ideas to help you, like I said, create like a streamlined system for your social media, help you get consistent. This is actually like the perfect time, I think, to use that, especially if you have Black Friday coming up, if you have things, you know, we're getting into the craziness of the holidays where the noise just gets louder. And if you're not cutting through the noise, you're you're, you're not standing out. So um, really, I think step one would be to get, get consistent with social media, um, if nothing else and kind of harness in on that. And so this 30 day content calendar is designed to help you spark some ideas and, um, just get you more consistent. I'm super excited for that. So everybody listening in understand that this is a building block process. Okay. Like if you're listening and you're like five systems, Oh my gosh, I'm going to poop my pants. Like you don't do it all. (laughs) once. No. <laughs> Honestly, with content creation, that's going to eventually, that's going to build no like and trust and eventually generate leads. And then as you're, mm-hmm. you know, having these consistent leads and it's like, okay, let me scale to this next system to take care of my leads and my conversion. And you, and then as you build a team, you're like, oh, I need a systematic way to take care of my team. So you, they're building blocks. You guys, you have to start with the basics, which is branding and content creation. That's what you start with. And then you go from there. So your freebie is actually like amazing. It's perfect. Good. Okay, cool. And then, um, I'm going to put the, the link to, um, her offer, her freebie in the show notes, but you also right now, as we're recording this, right, you are are taking Mm -hmm. one more client for the year, correct? I am. Yes. I have one retainer spot open, um, for November onboarding. Um, I I take my onboarding very seriously because like I said, it's, it's that strategic partner and I don't take, I don't take on a lot of clients, um, very close together. So this is probably my last spot for the year. Um, but this is great for somebody who's like really wanting to get their system set up, really make a big impact for the end of the year. Again, like cut through that noise. It could be even like starting that newsletter, um, could make all the difference. And then obviously setting you up on the right foot for the new year could be huge. So Okay. Awesome. So this is airing on November for no, when is this airing? Sorry, guys. Give me one second. (laughs) This is airing today's November 1st on November 8th. So she may or may not have her client by then, but if you're, (laughs) 
out to her. Maybe you guys can start together in 2024 if she has her spot filled. But my encouragement is to reach out and learn a little bit more about how she can serve you and help you scale in your business. So Whitney, um, where can people find you? Like, where do you hang out the most? Yeah, I definitely hang out on Instagram the most. Um, I share a lot of value on my Instagram. At least I try to. I mean, I'm in stories every day sharing about what I'm doing for clients, sharing the processes and the systems that I'm setting up, how I'm managing them. I have fun with reels over there. So there's some entertainment value. And yeah, my DMs are always open. Um, discovery calls, all that good stuff are always are always open for people to hop on. So yeah, oh, I love it. So I'm also going to link her Instagram um, account in the show notes as well. All right, you guys, I hope that you go take one action today. One action as you're done listening to this, go download her freebie and start making your content creation plan for the rest of November into December. And you're going to be surprised at 30 days of consistency, what that's going to do for your business. So Whitney, I'm so pumped that you made the time to do this. Thank you for being here with me. And um, just congratulations on all your success and all the people that you're impacting through serving us in this industry. Thank you so much. It's been such a blessing. I love it. So thank you for having me. Absolutely. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for tuning in and listening all the way through the Anti-Hustle Social Selling Podcast. Be sure to subscribe. And if you like what you hear and are listening on iTunes, would you do me a favor and leave a review? Reviews are an important part of getting this podcast in front of more people to spread this anti-hustle message. You can also copy this link and share with friends or on social media. And thank you so much for locking arms with me and being a part of this important movement. Remember, social sellers need to learn different and effective strategies that are right for them to grow their business now more than ever. I know together we can spread the word that it's totally possible and it can all be found here on the Anti-Hustle Social Selling Podcast. So until next time, crush your goals and stay in alignment.